بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلاۃ والسلام علی اشرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وسلم تسلیم کثیر کثیر بعد سسٹرس یسٹرڈے آئی واز ہیونگ چیٹ ود عمیر ٹیکس کیئر آف آل دیز فجر رمائنڈرس اباؤٹ دی امپارٹنس آف دی سیریز آف دیٹ آئی ایم ڈوئنگ جسٹ ناؤ آن اسلامک مینرس and how critically important this is today, especially in today's times and especially in these countries in America, Canada and so on, where there is such a complete destruction of um, manners uh, that it's, it's incredible. It's, you know, I mean, uh, it's uh, impossible to imagine uh, anything that could be worse. Uh, there is simply a, a total absence of manners, not just... Uh, among children but among adults and this is uh, a very uh, important and very uh, alarming thing because if uh, adults don't have manners how will they teach children so it is something which is uh, uh, i strongly advise everybody to uh, to listen to this whole series and to try to do uh, what uh, sheikh uh, abdul fattah wadda rahmatullahi Uh, what he talks about, which is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are on the topic of social manners and the topic uh, and the subtopic here is telling your family of your whereabouts. If you leave home and go to a place other than your usual work, it is advisable to inform your family of your whereabouts. Knowing where you are keeps their mind at ease, uh, depending on where you are and what you do and so on and so forth. So today, that's e- this is even more easy to do, given all the gadgets and apps we have, uh, where you can, your family can literally, uh, you know, look at, look at the app and see where you are. Uh, that may not be necessary for everyone to do, but definitely let them know uh, where you are when you arrive at the place. Just send a message saying, arrived safely. When you are leaving, say, leaving now. Uh, so they have an uh, approximate idea of how long uh, you should take to get there. And obviously this is good also because if you have a breakdown or something, then somebody is tracking you, somebody who loves you is uh, keeping track of, uh, you know, you should have been home by now, you're not home by now, so let me check and see what happened to you and so on. It's good to know that. Uh, then we, we continue. The great Tabi, Qatada ibn Dima'a al-Sadusi disapproved of one going out without telling his family of his whereabouts. In this regard, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal reported that Qatada narrated that he went with Abu Mash'ar to visit a shabi His family said he was not home. Qatada asked, uh, where did he go? His family said, we don't know. Qatada disapprovingly, disapprovingly said, are you saying he does not tell you where he goes? They said, yes. Telling your family where you are decreases their worries if you are late and will keep both of you at ease as they will be able to reach you if they need to. Then we come to the next section. Respect the poor. If you come across a poor person at a gathering or a poor person visits your home or at work, do not look down upon him or her. Poverty is not a defect or a fault to be ashamed of, while lack of kindness and generosity is. Now see this beautiful advice, I want to repeat this. Uh, he says, poverty uh, is not a defect or a fault to be ashamed of, while lack of kindness and generosity is. Uh, this is such an important thing. Uh, 
uh, if we you know if you see of what we really consider to be uh, assets uh, treat poor acquaintances or guests with honor and respect talk pleasantly to them using the best of language again poverty is not a vice many who are poor are more honorable than the wealthy and many who are penniless are preferred to the rich and subhanallah this is so so true today we have got to a stage where money is the only criterion so you have a a billionaire uh, and we look look up to him as a role model uh, even though he is cheating on his wife he got if if you know his his uh, his morals are like that of an alley cat um, and please uh, no offense meant to cats uh, and so on and so forth uh, you know here is a person completely immoral or amoral and we have no problem uh, key holding that person as a role model and just think about that how uh, evil is that um then we come to uh, the section called exchanging gifts if a friend or relative or an acquaintance gives you a gift thank them as soon as possible regardless of the value of the gift it's good manners to show warm appreciation for such a kind gesture and if you can reciprocate with an appropriate gift The Prophet ﷺ said, "Whoever does you a favor, then reward him. If you cannot reward him, pray for him." The hadith calls upon the receivers to reciprocate within their means. The reward means a gift equivalent to that received. If that is not possible, then a simple gift will do. If that is not at hand, then a sincere prayer would suffice. It is recommended that the reward be better than the original gift. It is the essence of Islamic manners to return a nice gesture with a better one. A man brought Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi a gift worth ten dirhams. The Imam presented him with a gift worth five hundred dirhams. The man was surprised and said, "But Imam, my gift was little, about a tenth of your gift. Your gift is more valuable." The Imam answered, "You remembered me while I forgot you. I remembered you only after you had given me your gift. So your gift is better." Subhanallah. Look at the yeah, look at the wisdom and look at the humility and look at the good manners of this response it is a bad manner to receive a gift and remain silent without a word of thanks as if it is your due right to be presented with gifts it is equally ill-mannered to delay that to a later time or until you are reminded of the gift um communicating with non-muslims a good relations with non-muslims this is a very important topic uh, especially uh, if we uh, you know when we think about uh, living in these countries in the west where there is such a wonderful opportunity for interfaith relationships interfaith work people are open to uh, dealing with and to learning about islam and uh, it would be a really a terrible lost opportunity if we didn't take advantage of that and present islam to them in the best possible manner and live uh, in an isolationist kind of way so it is very very important to um, uh, to to understand this and to do it correctly a good relation with non muslims as a muslim one should demonstrate to all people the goodness of islam with gentle manners and kind behavior bukhari and muslim reported the hadith of anas radhiyallahu anhu who said none of you perfectly believes until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself 
The version reported by Muslim says, unless he loves for his brother or neighbor, as he loves for himself. The scholars commented that the word brother is used in the most common context and thus means brother in humanity, including both Muslims and non-Muslims. A Muslim should love for his non-Muslim brother as he loves for himself to become a Muslim, so as to enjoy the benefits of Islam and the rewards of Allah. A Muslim does an act of goodness when he prays for his Muslim brothers to remain Muslims and to continue their devotion and adherence to Islam. In Surah Al-Mumtahina, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which means Allah forbids you not with regard to those who do not fight you for your faith, nor drive you out of your homes to deal kindly and justly with them. Meaning Allah is not forbidding you to deal kindly and justly with people who are good to you. For Allah loves those who are just. Allah only forbids you with regard to those who fought you for your faith and drove you out of your homes and support and support others in driving you out for turning to them for friendship and alliance. Those of you who do that are doing wrong. And obviously this is very clear. Uh, if you are trying to align yourself with somebody who is clearly your enemy, that is wrong and it is very stupid. The Sheikh continues, Nothing prevents us from being kind, generous and helpful to non-Muslims as long as they do not demonstrate verbal or tangible animosity towards Islam. Hopefully, this will remove barriers between Islam and Muslims. If your neighbors happen to be non-Muslims, you must not forget good Islamic manners in dealing with the neighbors, Muslims and non-Muslims alike. We may invite them to our homes or accept their invitations as long as this is done without breaking the rules of Islam, meaning as long as uh, you are able to, um, if they invite you to eat, you eat, make sure you eat halal and so on and, and, and maintain the boundaries of our faith with regard to uh, hijab and with regard to greeting each other and so on. My experience of dealing with non-Muslims here, I've been living in America now for, for four years, I've, I've been deeply involved in uh, interfaith work, is completely positive. Always, I don't have a single negative incident to, uh, to talk about, alhamdulillah. Um, as long as you are open, as long as you are, uh, maintain your dignity as long as you maintain your boundaries uh, people respect you for practicing your religion uh, I dress like a Muslim I walk and talk like a Muslim I make sure that I don't compromise anything Right? I don't wear a suit and a tie just because I think it pleases anybody else it doesn't it's their dress I, I also wear suits and ties when I want to but uh, I make sure that especially when I'm dealing specifically with non-Muslims, when I'm teaching in colleges, when I'm going to, uh, to, meet, to interfaith meetings and so on, that I always dress as a Muslim, meaning that I'm wearing a turban, I'm wearing a thobe, I'm wearing a mishla, I'm wearing very distinctly, clearly Islamic dress. And this, believe me, this is something which is appreciated by people. It's not something which you need to be afraid of or you need to, uh, you know, be apologetic about. It is something which is not just accepted. It is appreciated by people. And people have told me that in so many words. So seriously, uh, I think it's high time we take confidence in our system, in our own culture now and the culture is the culture of Islam it's not it's not Arab culture or it's not you know Hyderabadi culture or something it's it's it is Islamic culture we are Muslims and our brotherhood is based on faith and therefore it's Islamic culture nothing to apologize for something to be confident about something to be proud about not arrogant proud and not uh, arrogant but confident about and inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps
and this extends also to practicing Islam, meaning that if you need to pray, you pray, and doesn't don't worry about who is watching. Alhamdulillah, people watch, and this is good for them. They they see what Muslims are doing, and uh, I have never seen any any hostile reaction to that. Always the reaction has always been polite. The reaction has always been uh, been positive, or there is no reaction, which is fine. Either way, it's fine. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.